88K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. MTR services are disrupted again, this time on the Airport Express and Chung Line. A pro-government lawmaker says the administration needs to do much more to support working families. And Thailand goes to the polls for the first election since a 2014 coup. Hours of MTR disruption caused problems for people heading to and from the airport and Tongchung this morning after several kilometers of an overhead power line were damaged. Some services stopped completely just days after a train collision closed part of another line. Tom McElindon reports. It was late last night when things started to go wrong on the Tungchung and Airport Express lines. The first to notice were around 60 passengers on a train whose lights flickered and went out as it pulled into Sunny Bay Station. They were evacuated, although no injuries were reported. A pantograph had fallen onto the train's roof, as the MTR's engineering operations chief, Tony Lee, explains. There is a loosened component of the overhead line, and that component actually caused a damage to the pantograph, and thereafter the pantograph also, as a consequence also of damage to the subsequent lines along the way to Sunny Bay. The train with the damaged pantograph actually traveled a bit long way from the incident site all the way to the Sunny Bay station, and the length of the track is talking about 8 kilometers. And such a large area for the engineers to cover meant the problem wasn't fixed by the time the network opened up again this morning. The airport express was shut down completely and trains from Hong Kong on the Tung Chung line were only going as far as Sunny Bay and to a reduced schedule. Free shuttle buses were laid on for airport users while some Tung Chung residents were catching buses to Sunny Bay so they could get on the MTR there. By around 10am, services started getting back to normal. The disruption comes less than a week after two trains collided near Central Station during an overnight signalling system test. The crash left part of the Chunwan line closed for two days. New People's Party lawmaker Eunice Jung has urged the government to drop detailed policies to support working families. The pro-government lawmaker, who gave birth to a girl about two months ago, says it's disappointing that the, SAR's, uh, that the SAR offers shorter maternity and paternity leave than almost anywhere else in Asia. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, she says the government should improve its family support by rolling out a range of measures and putting a single bureau in charge of family policies. I am of the view that Hong Kong is urgently in need of stronger infrastructural support to promote and develop supporting measures for family and parenting. The government needs to consider developing a well-defined set of family policies. The current policies on families and parental educations are nothing but scattered and fragmented among different policy bureaus. There is a need to assign a lead policy bureau to state the cause of the development of relevant supporting policies. Polls have opened in Thailand's first general election since the military ousted the civilian government in 2014. The vote has been postponed repeatedly and the powers of any incoming administration will be curtailed by a new constitution which entrenches the power of the military. With more details, here's the BBC's Nick Beek in Bangkok. We expect that turnout will be extremely high. Lots of issues at play, lots of different candidates. This has been characterized as either a vote for the status quo, the military junta, or some of the opposition parties who have been restricted in their capability in terms of how well they can do in this particular election. But nonetheless, they're hoping to get their message across to the voters and they want change. They say they've had enough of the status quo and that they want to form a new, fresh government. But of course, we have to see how these voters cast their votes today. 
The consultancy, which trains doctors on the mainland, has played down concerns that increased cooperation in medical services between Hong Kong and its neighbors will see an exodus of local doctors. Felix Lee, executive director of UMP Healthcare, says Hong Kong doctors can help raise healthcare standards in the Greater Bay Area by offering training and guidance while concentrating their work with local patients. In our group, for example, we will share our doctors with the Chinese authorities in terms of education by empowering them to be familiar with the Hong Kong healthcare system, and then encouraging them to grow their own way of practices, but with reference to Hong Kong. That way is the real way to alleviate concerns. So, as more and more Hong Kong citizens live in the Greater Bay Area, the idea is not to send Hong Kong doctors there to serve them. Hong Kong doctors can stay in Hong Kong to serve Hong Kong citizens, but to have the Hong Kong doctors to educate the mainland Chinese doctors. So that they can work with Hong Kong doctors for technology telemedicine basis to really serve the population there. You're, you're sorry. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A 60-year-old man has died in a crash between a car and a tow truck on the Tolo Highway in the early hours of this morning. The man was a passenger in the truck and was thrown from the vehicle. <coughs> He suffered head injuries and was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash near the Science Park in Paksekok. The car had rammed into a curb before hitting the truck. The driver of the car was arrested on suspicion of drink driving, and the truck driver was arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving. An operation to rescue 1,300 people from a cruise ship in trouble off the coast of Norway is continuing through the night. More than 100 passengers have so far been airlifted to safety by helicopters in high winds. The cruise ship, the Viking Sky, sent out a distress call after suffering engine failure on its way from Tromsø to Stavanger on a notorious stretch of coast. Derek Brown was airlifted from the ship. The lifeboats couldn't function, so they sent helicopters. So we were winched off by a helicopter, two helicopters, having to take off 930 passengers. We had several few people on stretchers, several were cut, two were broken limbs. We were airlifted on the helicopter, which was quite a frightening experience. The British Prime Minister Theresa May has been told by senior colleagues in her party that her Brexit deal is more likely to be approved by Parliament if she promises to step down. Mrs. May is spending the weekend trying to boost support for the agreement, but newspaper reports suggest members of her cabinet are planning to force her to go. Her deal with the EU has twice been rejected by MPs, but she hopes to put it to Parliament for a third time. Tim Shipman is the political editor on the Sunday Times, which broke the story. Virtually everybody in the cabinet is now agreed that the prime minister needs to go. I have personally spoken to 11 members of the cabinet who have told me that she needs to resign.、Um, at the very least, this seems like、uh, something that will force her to name the date of her departure.、Yeah. There's disagreement over who follows, but that there is broad agreement that she's got to go. One of Israel's most famous intel- intelligence agents, Rafi Aitan, has died at the age of 92. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Mr. Aitan was on the one of the heroes of the country's intelligence service in countless acts for the country's security. The BBC's Nicholas Rocher has more details. In a life of extraordinary achievements, Rafi Aitan will mainly be remembered as the man who led the operation that captured Adolf Eichmann in Argentina. There, the Nazi war criminal was bundled into a car on his way home from work and taken to a safe house. Eichmann was later dressed in an El Al airline uniform and heavily sedated. Was put in a plane that took him to Israel, where he was put on trial and hanged. Mr. Aitan will also be remembered as the agent who convinced the U.S. Marine analyst Jonathan Pollard to spy for Israel. Mr. Pollard supplied thousands of top-secret documents to his handlers.
Sport with a look at last night's football action. Here's the BBC's Andy Barwell. We start with news of the latest international football action and today's Euro 2020 qualifiers. Spain needed Sergio Ramos to score from the penalty spot on 71 minutes to give Spain a 2-1 victory over Norway at the Mestalla in Valencia. The Juventus teenager Moise Keane scored his first international goal as Italy began their campaign with a 2-0 victory over Finland. There were also wins for Switzerland and for the Republic of Ireland in Group D's opening round of qualifying. It was the start of Mick McCarthy's second spell in charge of Ireland and they were 1-0 winners away to Gibraltar, although McCarthy called it a horrible match. The highlight of Sunday's Euro 2020 game sees the Netherlands take on Germany in Amsterdam. The Dutch are slowly regaining their form after they failed to qualify for the 2016 European Championship and also last year's World Cup in Russia. Well, the Netherlands started their Euro 2020 qualifying campaign with an easy 4-0 win over Belarus in Group C. Germany are rebuilding their team, dropping several of their 2014 World Cup winning players after lacklustre form in Russia. The German side had a 1-1 draw in a friendly with Serbia last Wednesday. Tennis, there was a shock result at the ATP Miami Open overnight as Taiwan's Xie Suwei knocked out world number one Naomi Osaka. Xie will play Carolyn Wozniacki in the fourth round of the women's draw, which looks wide open after former world number one Serena Williams withdrew with a left knee injury. Her withdrawal gave China's Wang Qiang an automatic place in the fourth round. In the men's draw, Spanish veteran David Ferrer beat world number three Alexander Zverev, while Roger Federer also advanced. To end the news, our top stories once again. MTR services are disrupted again, this time on the Airport Express and Chongqing lines. A pro-government lawmaker says the administration needs to do much more to support working families and Thailand goes to the polls for the first time since in its first election since a 2014 military coup. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value, and a new experience. Sing it, ooh, baby, ooh, say ooh.